My friend once said that all poets are either too sensitive or too insensitive. It was a cleverly crafted sentence because now I could neither take offense to that nor shrug it off. I had to come up with a clever answer to it. So I asked her for some time to get back to her. Why? She asked. Are you gonna go home and cook an appropriate metaphor to reply to the absolutely non-poetic statement I just made? Throw in some similes? Can't you writers just ever talk normally? You stand in front of the arcade video game, staring at the blank screen. Well, it's not blank because now you could see your eyes in it, but you don't want to because you know how they look. You're waiting for the maintenance guy to do his thing, but somehow you know that the game is not going to be fixed soon. You're not broken when you see it, don't you? You jam your hands into your pockets to stop them from shaking. It isn't that cold, is it? The man finally shakes his head in despair as he tells you that the machine is beyond repair. You nod your head, either in comprehension or plain acceptance, because you're too tired to tell him about the money that you had already inserted into the slot. You're no lost when you see it, don't you? You step out of the arcade tent and look at the empty carnival premises. The giant wheel is too still. The roller coaster is too silent. The dry wind whistles through the empty soda cans and slaps the flaps that cover the stalls, and you're surprised to see how sad a happy place can be when it's empty. You know, empty when you see it, don't you? You kick the soda can out of your way and immediately regret it, as it makes way too much noise rolling away. Why is the absence of sound called silence? Why can't the absence of silence be called sound? But when the can stops rolling, you hesitate. and you listen to the quiet because you're too scared of absence so you keep kicking the can and following it all the way to the gate you know silent when you see it don't you and then you turn around and before pushing the rusty gate open noisily you take a last look at the empty carnival from the eyes of the person who is the last to leave and you wonder if you want to stay And you remember the broken video game, and you miss the lost money, and you want to visit the empty stalls, but the silence is too heavy. So you decide to make some noise and leave. And you push against the gate, but apparently the hinges were recently oiled, and you realize why the absence of silence isn't called sound. Silence is never absent. I read this poem out to my friend weeks later, and by that time. Surely forgotten what it was in reply to. I pointed out that this poem had no similes, no epithets, no rhyme scheme. She asked me, "Is the poem a metaphor then?" And I smiled. "No. It's just a story of a man leaving a carnival. Why? Did it mean something else to you?" 